So what did the Whig Party stand for, Don? The Whig Party was a political party active in the middle of the 19th century. What did they stand okay. for? Um, they stood for Whigs. They, they were, they were for, all about they Whigs. Stood for the, Whiggishness was We're going to stand for the, the bald. They it, stood for huge fuzzy beards and top hats they, well, would be uh, my guess. Now here it top is. Hats. Like our current modern day poli- politics, they were just against Andrew Jackson. That's what, that's what, they, oh. just, that's what they were. It was an entire party yeah. against it, the populist that, candidate. Well, I mean, we see that in our in our. I mean, it, it feels like when people go vote these days, we vote against who we don't really want rather than who we really. What's would the lesser like. of two evils? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing. So this group merged to be against Andrew Jackson. Hmm. They didn't like Andrew. The Mr. Market Podcast is a production of Sphere Wealth Management. Sphere is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where Sphere and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. Investing involves a risk and possible loss of principal. No advice may be rendered by Sphere unless a client service agreement is in place. See our ADV or get additional information about Sphere. Visit our website, www.sphereWealth.com. Firm information is also available on the SEC's website, www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. Before investing, seek advice from a financial professional, preferably one that acts as a fiduciary and is willing to put that in writing. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or sign up for our email commentary through our website, SphereWealth.com. This is the Mr. Market Podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. When was the last time you went to the polls excited about your candidate? When Ron Paul was running, but really? he, he didn't, he wasn't top of the ticket. So I mean, Keith over there, Ron Paul, anybody named Paul, I just love. Like those Paul I'll boys. That's what, weird. That's weird. That's, Paul, that's creepy. Paul, Paul that's guys, creepy. Yeah. liking my uncle like that. That's right. I don't know. Billy I, Paul, Don Paul, John Paul, Ron Paul. We have divided so far. I mean, we just the division is so great and so bad on both sides that right. we've we got to come back together and work together. We got to learn how to work together, and well, I like that. I think that's a good approach to this thing. I'm in the uh, if you can't fix it, burn it down and start over. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're almost there. We're we're getting close to that. Yeah, we're getting. I've been close to I've that. been shopping for real estate in Costa Rica the last two weeks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, though. Is there one single Republican out there right now that could say they are fiscally conservative and small government? I There's not one in Congress right now, not one that I can tell, well, not one in leadership anyway. No, I think a lot of them would say that. I think, I think well, a, sure. lot, a lot of them would they don't, say it. They don't seem to vote that way. Yeah. I don't know. I, hadn't, I, I don't, don't follow it close enough I don't to follow actually how they vote. know the, that statement's accurate. But man, does it not feel like I am not represented? Hmm. I feel like that too. Politically homeless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I actually don't get the idea. Like, why? Why is changing your opinion such a bad thing? I agree with that. Why? Why if I vote one way one time and another way another time, did I not just get more intelligent or yep. change my mind or see the other side? Like, I agree. Well, well, like, it, well, it's 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 only an issue because then now I have something to use to throw a dart at you. Well, right. but, then, exactly. but then that's like, politics. As your opposition, yeah. But yeah. I, I like what you said because, you know, I have changed my own opinion. Right. I think we're going to, it's going to be calm now. Um, now, are, are there going to be some people out there that are upset and frustrated? And yeah, I mean, I think that's probably going to go on for quite a while. But I think this next few days, my prediction is it's going to calm down. I, it, I hope it calms down. But here's what's happening now. We went from out of the frying pan into the fire here. Now, all of these senators are being pushed into a corner where it's not, specifically on the GOP side, it's not popular to impeach, to vote for, to impeach him, and it's not popular to, to vote the other way, to vote with him. You're, you're lose-lose here. Right. Politically so, homeless. You're, I mean, <laughs> the, Liz, they're, they're stuck in a box. Yeah, Liz Cheney of Wyoming. They've been like the GOP is calling for her to resign from her leadership positions because she voted to impeach. Mm. And and in my mind, that's just Yeah. That's so far out of line mm-hmm. from the political processes that I think the country was founded on to create the checks and balances, not to have political agendas be crammed down the throats of constituents. Tribalism has taken over. And it's, and it's and, and I get it that that, you know, you kind of stick with your gang, your your brand. To a degree, but yeah, you ought to be able to vote your conscience without fear of reprisal right. from your own tribe, and um, and and it's okay to change your mind. And and I, you know yeah. that's what happened when Nixon got punted. He never got impeached. He was about to, but oh, who Barry Goldwater and I think maybe even George mm-hmm. Bush Senior and Howard Baker and a few of those you know titans of the Republican Party at that time went to him and it's like, dude, we don't got your back no more. You know, he and so, step out. Yeah. 
It didn't go down like that yeah. this time. I mean, we you know but, we we still got another week, so who there knows? could be all kinds of interesting stuff. Happening Although it, in the at the same week. time, it's like it's another week. I don't. I these weeks are getting becoming months. They're feeling Last like week years. was the longest month I remember in a long time. <laughs> Jeez. So, but it goes to your point, Keith, about you know tribalism, and and now we're ganging up, and of course Microsoft's feeling the impact of this right now. There are internal conflicts going on in Microsoft because Microsoft made campaign contributions to senators that ended up backing the president, Trump, uh, and not voting to impeach. If you're Microsoft, you're like, man, I, we gave contributions to everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. right. Listen, we're, we run a monopoly here. We're equal opportunity so, bribers. So what's, yeah, yeah. What's, the, what's the backlash? Who's, like, who's backlash and what's the do you know? What you've seen here recently is, and of course the real story is, businesses have just ceased political contributions. Right, I see that. You can't make the right choice. Yeah, JP Morgan stopped. Um, right. Morgan Stanley stopped. Marriott stopped. Right. Yeah. Well, here's the answer is that these, these companies that have decided to halt political donations for six months... Well, we just need to make that indefinite, right? These companies need to quit with the political donations, and then we won't have this issue, right? Yeah. Um, I guess is that what we call that campaign to, finance reform. Sure. Shareholders ought to be excited about that. That's more money for dividends or whatever. But Absolutely. it's, it's kind of like research and development expense. You know, you might yeah. benefit from it right now, <laughs> right. but then right. next year when right. yeah. when yeah. all of the congressmen gang up on you and like, you know that, my, that monopoly you had? Like you were saying, John. Yeah. You know, those, we don't like that so much. Those words It's, it's no like, longer popular with my constituents. Right. Right. I, got, I, got two, I got two factors here, your money and staying in power. So Not good for me. I got to stay in power. Those um, those guys are uh, just playing both ends against the middle, right? That's, right. that's, yeah. that's I mean, I think that's, that's And it goes to this place of should companies be allowed to make political contributions? And I've come to the place here recently of no. I don't think companies should have the ability to make political contributions, nor should they have the ability to hire lobbyists. Conflicts of interest, right? There's, there's our, there's our. You know what? They tell us we can't have a conflict of interest, so right. they can keep having a conflict of interest. Yeah, that's right. Like how many, how much money in political campaign contributions does Amazon make versus how much money do they pay in taxes? That'd be a great question. Mm, I would love to see the answer to that question. We need to do a little research on that one. Now, here, here's an interesting one. Hallmark has requested the return of can of campaign contributions. Yes, I heard that. That is interesting. That is interesting. Not like, only am I not giving you any more money, we give it back. We gave you some yeah. money, and we don't like how, what you did. So we, you we know, I'm going to call back. them a little. No, I, I made some campaign contributions. I want my money back. I want, I want it back. <laughs> I want it back. <laughs> give it back. It's not because I disagree. I just need, I need, to, the, I just yeah. need rent money. this month. You guys shut you shut the economy down, and now <laughs> yeah, I need some money. I need some money. I need to buy some food. You know. Oh gosh, that's great. Yeah, well, that, that's really interesting, Don. Yeah I, I, yeah, I thought I saw that the other day too, and I thought, whoa. I just Good saw, luck with that. I just saw that. I mean, and by Hallmark of all people. I mean, Hallmark. Yeah. Here's your greeting card. Yeah, your greeting card. It's got card a bill in it. It's, 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 it's got an, an, an invoice. invoice. Yeah. It's an invoice. <laughs> invoice, pay me back. So. Oh, gosh, yeah. Here's Coca-Cola. They're out. Blue Cross Blue Shield is out. All, all the big banks are out. Goldman Sachs is out. Facebook will pause all of its contributions to political action committees. Yeah. Goldman Sachs doesn't have to make a contribution. They just put their people on the inside. Yeah. You know, right. like we yeah. don't have to write a check. <laughs> they, Our they guy just, runs run the, the treasury. They run Our the Fed, runs the, the treasury. Fed. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Microsoft, it says here, John, just to wrap this one up, that they're going to do the same. They're not going to co- contribute anymore. There's a lot of companies. No more contributions. A lot of companies yeah. have decided to, to back out. So when you talk about what the purpose of making these campaign contributions, it's, to find favor, right? Right. Now, here's my question, okay? If I am in Congress and the idea is we're going to pay off $10,000 of student loan, which is Biden's first call, first thing he wants to do when he walks through the door is forgive $10,000 of student loan. Mm-hmm. What sense does that make? Someone please tell me. We're, it's not like we have the ability to just snap our fingers and make that happen. The money's going to get printed. Right. So yeah. why why this? If we're going to print money, why this? Well, and it's like we've heard to, to that point that it, it's not that we have the money sitting on the shelf, just sitting there waiting to be able to pay student loan debt. Or, you're or right. Anything. We're yeah. going to have to, as we've, we've said many times, hit that big red button and print some more money. So, okay, well, I mean, you know, and that kind of lends to the whole deal. Well, if you're going to pay off 10, well, how about 20? What about 30? What about 50? What about just pay everybody's debt off, you know? Why don't we pay everybody's debt off across, across the country? 
41 yeah. trillion dollars of debt let's just forgive it all i think that's what the number is 41 trillion dollars i think that's what keith wants to do the big the great reset right keith and i, I just, didn't say just, i wanted it i just think that something like that is coming it, it, and it, it kind of makes sense we're starting to think we'll, we'll, keith, we'll, we'll, keith's every, a profit. we'll do it well everybody will go outside and burn their paper money their paper currency and we'll all start using bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> which tanked this, this which week. you actually can't use in, in transactions so you got bitcoin dollar or bitcoin cash or whatever it's called so you got to get bitcoin and bitcoin cash so you know get the, prepared for the future you know the biggest challenge or, or not the biggest but a challenge around this paying off the student loan and i and i heard this one i thought it was really good a guy saying well wait a minute i mean you're gonna pay off student loan for all the kids now well, what about me who just put three, this guy was saying, what about me who just put three daughters through school and I've got it all paid off and everything? Well, what about my loan forgiveness? You know, I didn't have to take out a loan because right. because I worked hard to do that. You know, so how does that make any sense for that person? This doesn't help anybody. Well, but if you're a student and you were directing some of your income towards paying your debt, now your debt is gone or smaller. And so, you know, all things being equal, now you have more money to spend on a car or dining out or whatever. Yeah. And maybe, maybe and my, my charge would be, that's a lot of money that's going to go for not a very big chunk of debt for, for most of these students. Why don't you just get like stimulate the economy in a way that my job is now more prosperous. I am more prosperous in my career I have more advancement opportunities. The money is going to get invested and it's going to go nowhere. It just disappears. Theoretically, right. we, the taxpayer, are going to pay for all of this student debt forgiveness with zero economic stimulus. Or if there's some, it's minimal. So, and if you have a lot of student loan payments and a large percentage, $10,000 is not what does it. Right. That doesn't move the needle. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of it is that I don't know that $10,000 is going to hardly do anything for a lot of these folks that have... Big debt. I mean, they have a lot right, of big right. debt, you know. And Well, if that's the case, then and enough people say what you just said, then they'll come back and like, all right, well, we'll do 50. And then, yeah, yeah. And then you know, or whatever yeah. that number is. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that's good or bad either no, way. Right. But yeah, college is super expensive. I think the easy access to credit has made right. it easier for the price yeah. of college to go up over time. Right, right. Um, and, and, you know, when you go get a student loan, they don't check your credit or anything. I think, right? I mean, I you just think you, so. you could be the worst credit risk in the world. If it's a student loan, you you get it. And so, again, I'm not yeah, a, I'm not can. a banker, but I think that's well, because you, know, so. you can't get rid of it, right? Right. You can't discharge you, it in, in, in bankruptcy. bankruptcy. But nope. maybe that becomes the, one of the things that they change. And then, so, you know, well, then everybody there's nothing just files for bankruptcy. Sure, sure. There's nothing to repossess. You know, I mean, if you still have your degree, unless they take that away from you somehow but yeah there's there's no right, car right, or right. boat for them it's to come secure and get. like you can't yeah, or what if you did take degrees that's that's actually a good idea if you file for bankruptcy and you put your student loan in there they take your degree away you got to go back to college <laughs> start you didn't learn anything you actually didn't learn anything <laughs> didn't learn anything start all know. over yeah i don't start know there's over. been a lot of promises made by a lot of candidates here in the last couple of years and probably before that but you know uh, bernie sanders in particular and elizabeth yeah. warren and, and a lot of them have been campaigning on it and so they got a lot of um yeah. support you know, I, now I, I see, and I'm going to the place like, yes, they get support from these very few people. And most of everybody's like, they'll never write checks to pay off student debt. That's that's dumb. Well, now we're just sending out checks in the mail. Yeah. The federal sure. government is sending checks in the mail at a pretty, pretty consistent clip at this point. Yeah. So now we're starting to look at it and go, wow, they really will do this. They'll do it. They're sure. going to do it. Sure. It wouldn't wouldn't what surprise else? me at all. There were, what yeah. else would well, there were, there were a few. There was a small group of people that supported that. But that was not the main thing that most people supported, right? Like, you didn't know. That wasn't well, your main... But maybe that's part of the deal that was made to get Biden as the candidate is, and to get Bernie's support and Elizabeth Warren's support and whatever is that some sort of a backroom deal. And again, I'm not trying to disparage it. I'm just saying that's how politics works a lot of times, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and so that's, Biden was one of the candidates and all of a sudden... You could just stop it. That's how politics works. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. But I, I I wouldn't be surprised if that goes through, and whether it'll help enough or not, I, I don't know. But I, know. I I think it's I think it's a minimal economic impact. It's a lot of money and a very small economic impact. And I am vehemently against the idea of of student loan forgiveness. Not because I don't see that people have student debt and that can be a burden. I understand that, but this is not the way that the federal government stimulates the economy. If I said, listen, I'm going to enhance your career by increasing your income by 20 percent 
or I can give you a $10,000 student loan forgiveness. I'm going to enhance your total earnings potential for the, for the course of your life by 20% or give us give you a $10,000 student loan forgiveness. If you don't take the 20% earnings enhancement, you are crazy. But well, sure, yeah. Because maybe it's just to get votes, right? Maybe that's, well, that's all it is. It's just as simple to say, hey, we'll we'll have right. student loan forgiveness and we'll just go in and we'll print some money and we'll give that's you the real, money. And yep. That's real tangible. And, real and, tangible, and, real easy to explain, real easy right. to say, and then real easy to say after they do it too. Hey, we did it. Yep. You it, got checks, you know, just like this $1,200 checks that came out and now the 600 Well, people can see that. That really sure. happened. You know, sure. there it was. and. And this is one of the things that's going to happen here is this will actually decrease the financial assets in the U.S. So if you think about your personal finances, debt that you owe is actually an asset to whoever you owe it to. Right. Right. So if you go to the bank and you have a deposit account, your deposit account is actually a debt of the bank. It's a liability of the bank. Liability of the bank. And uh, your your loan, your car loan, or your your most banks don't carry the home loan, but you get a loan for something. That loan is an asset to the bank. Correct. Okay. Right. Well, this will reduce the total assets, financial assets in the U.S., which is now at a record, five point six times GDP. Wow. GDP Wait. is roughly twenty trillion dollars. It's a hair over now. I was going to say. Okay. So one hundred trill over one hundred trillion, right? Yikes! One hundred twelve trillion dollars of little, financial assets. That's Keith's yeah. got that in his bank account. <laughs> that's one. What would that be? Uh, that's a very huge liability to the bank. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of zeros. That's a lot of zeros. I spilled it's a box hard. of zeros. It's it's hard to just like a box of Cheerios you just dumped out with a one in front of it, right? Grasp that, you know. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, what's happening with the financial assets? I, I mean, at some point we, and again, we've talked about this so many times, but at some point you'd think the market would kind of wake up one day and go, "Oh no, yes, this is, is oh this, no, yeah, oh no, what's <laughs> oh, no. going on here?" <laughs> we, but the market seems to just keep climbing and climbing and climbing, and, yeah. and uh, well, and as as then in the fifties, sixties, seventies, 80s, and early nineties, we hovered right between two and a half and three and a half times. Okay. Um, right between two and a half and three and a half times GDP. So it is twice. It has doubled. Now, it's doubled rapidly over the last, oh, probably 25 years. Mm-hmm. Especially as we go and print more money, we're not necessarily seeing that money turnover in the economy like we've talked about. And like we've talked about before, localization would allow for that dollar to turn over, which would actually increase GDP. And so what would be a benefit? And that would be localization. Yeah, we've talked about that mm-hmm. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I think we want to do a podcast on what really what localization is and how it actually would work, and, and we'll do that another time. But You're not allowed to leave your town to shop. Put a big fence around there. They did that during COVID, didn't they? Yeah. Pretty much. I think Austin, Texas I'm tired is about of, to do that. I'm tired of localization. <laughs> Stuck at home, coming to the office a little bit. I'm ready for a little... Uh, uh-huh. You want to spread your money around That's a little right. bit. Yeah. We got all this spread money around. Yeah. I know you're going to go to Vegas and Whatever. go spend some yeah. time over in Vegas. <laughs> anywhere uh-huh. fun. Anywhere Doing but a little shopping. Anywhere but his house, I think. Anywhere That's but right. my house. Anywhere but digging a hole in the front yard. That's right. Keith, where would you go today if you could go? Where would you if go? If it was safe? Yeah, huh? That's safe. If yeah, it was safe, safe and if somebody else was paying for it? No, you have to pay for it. Where oh, would you go? Shoot. Where would you go? Eureka Springs. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ever been to Branson? <laughs> Over at Branson. That'd be a good hey, place. I heard dog patches coming back. <laughs> yeah, hey, now we're talking. I heard something like that. That's They're going to blast from the past. Hey, dog patch. Ain't nothing wrong with dog patch. No, man. nothing wrong with dog don't patch. Be, don't be dogging on dog patch. Yeah, no. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you've got a place in your mind. Oh, I know what it we is. We have to go to Las Vegas. Yeah, you'd yeah. always go to fun place. Uh-huh. I was waiting People for you watching to say good that. food, good fun. Just yeah, it's it's easy. You know, yeah. you don't have to think about what you're going to do. You just figure it out once you get there. And it's not and that you start, it's start not that fun. you go out and just gamble all day long no. or anything like that. You have a budget, sure, and you sure. and you're very careful. Just, Keith also likes uh, flashing lights a lot. He likes <laughs> the flashing. Lights. I'm kind of like right. a crow. Yeah, shiny things, flashing right. lights, he like a likes, hamster. That's right. That's yeah. right. Good fun. Good I had fun. A, I had a great thought. But we need to go somewhere else, though. Yeah, I'm constantly yeah. reminded of that, and the answer is 
Correct. Yeah, we you, need to go. Somewhere. You constantly reminded of that you by someone by else's by, by your sweet, wonderful wife. Yes, yeah. we we need to go to Italy or or oh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, New York oh, yeah. or Washington D.C. or something. Not this next week. <laughs> but, Not next week. Yeah. that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. We need to go to Italy or like you know Springfield, Illinois. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hear they have, have a Italian real nice museum down there. Have you been to? <laughs> You've been to Birmingham, Alabama yet? <laughs> I have not. No, so yeah. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going. Not so. going that. Hey, you know, speaking of Birmingham, Alabama, Alabama wins the national championship. Who could have predicted that? Again. Right. So, right. so that's a little current event that's happened in, in, in our time here. You know what's funny about college football? Every person who's a fan of every school not Alabama, OU, Florida State, you know, the big boys, yeah. they're like, you know what we need? We need more parity. <laughs> we should limit scholarships. We should put in more regulations. We should make them pay us money so they can't just keep keep. They become socialists in their in their football fandom. No, I heard I heard it this week is that the way you could create parity is just beg uh, Nick Saban to resign. Yeah, that's exactly that would, what that they would, would need to do. Parody, Who's you know? the second best coach in the world? Probably Dabo. Dabo. Then yeah. that's probably who they'd get, right? Like it doesn't change. It doesn't matter what you do. That just that fact doesn't change. Yeah. I like Don's idea. We need to join the Mountain West Conference or the Big Sky Conference or whatever. We we should have been either in the Big 12 or the Mountain West for a long time. We played in New Mexico State. We'd have less money but more pride. There you go. We could win some games. (laughs) Less money and more pride. Go to the Potato Bowl or whatever. (laughs) Less (laughs) money, more pride. The Blue Blue Bonnet Bowl, they don't even do that anymore. Yeah, I'm going to put that on the door out here on our now hiring. Less money, more pride. (laughs) Sign up here. We're going to pay you in pride. Yeah. Which leads to the idea of if the Fed is going to keep printing all this money, are they the ones actually contributing to economic inequality? Because the money's not trickling down like you talked about. It's going up. It's going up into these financial assets. The the balance sheets, the personal balance sheets of the wealthy are growing, and it seems like the the income gap is widening and the wealth gap is widening. And is the Fed responsible for that? I say yes. You say yes. Yeah. I mean, well, you know, when they, well, when they create all this money, it, right. it, that's inflation. Now, when we all think of inflation, we kind of think back to, you know, years ago when you, you go to the store and sugar costs more, coffee costs more than it used to, gasoline, all these other things. And so we haven't seen as much consumer price inflation for some time now, but there is inflation. I mean, the, the textbook definition of inflation is an increase in the money supply. They're doing that. It's just, it's finding its way into asset inflation. It's greatly benefited the stock and bond markets. So all of this money has benefited financial assets. Well, if you're just living paycheck to paycheck and you don't own stocks or a mutual fund or real estate or whatever, that doesn't benefit you, but it benefits people that own assets. So the, the disparity between the haves and the have-nots seems to have gotten wider. Yeah. And so your point is that the because the Federal Reserve is keeping interest rates low, right? that's contributing to inequality because the poor just stay poor and the rich get richer. Right, right. It's not saying? necessarily that it's making the poor poorer. I, I just yeah, well, know, the, that's that what people call over the, the past number, Over if, the past 40 years, to your point, over the past 40 years, income of households near the bottom of the distribution, so the, the 10th percentile, right. those in the, in the lower 10th percentile, rose by about 20%. Households near the top in the 90th percentile, the top 10% of incomes, rose by 66%. And we're that talking a, income. We're talking income, right, right, not, not even wealth, income. Okay. It's a massive disparity. Yep. The data suggests you can't defend this. Right. It's complicated. Economics is really complicated. And the you Fed... Know, it's not science. It's not for, right. you know, two plus two equals four. It's... The Fed, when asked this question, pushed it back on policymakers and said, look, we created the money. It's not our responsibility. That's not our responsibility. You guys do something with it. They're responsible for better fiscal policies. And let's be real, the Amen. fiscal policies from Washington have been absolute garbage Amen. over the last 25, 30 years. It, we it, have not seen fiscal policy that is to the benefit of the middle class. And this totally, whether you're Democrat or Republican, kind of swinging around to politics for two seconds here, whether you're Democrat or Republican, they both have contributed to this. Right. To right, this right, problem. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So if the Fed quit printing the money raised interest rates a little bit, what would happen? What would well, be your guess? The contra- the contraction, the initial contraction would occur in yeah. the equities markets. 
which would affect everyone, right? So would it, it would 401ks, everything goes it's, right. Well, man. it's going to affect everybody because it, it disproportionately affects those at the top end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. And what happens then is they go into hunker down mode. Sure. Interest rates going up would really clobber the housing market. Um, that's that's bad for housing. That's bad for construction. Construction is labor intensive. Um, you know, that puts a lot of people to work. So you get to a point where you just paint yourself into a corner and there's mm-hmm. not necessarily an easy way out, not an easy answer that, that where all answers are painful. And I think that's kind of where we are now. And that's depressing. And it's it seems kind of gloomy and, and you know, like it, it's that um, kind of using the seasons analogy that like if we if it's always summer mm-hmm. right or always spring and summer and there's never fall and winter well then you know this this, this yeah. just stays hot all the time right, right. i mean nothing ever no I one mean, likes it to be hot all the time no, no we don't well and, some and people do people in that's phoenix what, that's what we think yeah. the economy is supposed to do i mean we even know you know, folks that will think that the stock market is supposed to just go straight up all the time. Right. And, well, like, why would it ever not go? Sure. Why, why would, would Tesla it? ever not go up? Yeah. It's like insane. Auburn fans. They just feel like they should win all the time. And <laughs> now, here we would be glad if we could. Auburn fans over there. <laughs> we could be happy if we could just win hey, some games some, some of the time. Yeah. Just win a game or That's two. Right. We won three but, but this year. and we big year. Three conference, three conference games, though. Three, three conference games. But we you, didn't play anybody in any conference. That's all we did was play conference games. I think to your do. question, though, the initial contraction would be severe. Yes. Severe enough that it would derail yes. us for a long period of time. If the Fed doesn't come back in to save the day, it derails us for a very long period of time. It, it becomes mm. we're, we're addicted. Right. That we are an addict. Right. First it's free, man. And then, you know, <laughs> and, and then not making fun of addiction, but, but yeah, sure. we're, we're stuck. We're, we're addicted. Yeah, we're agree. painted into that corner. John's right. If, if we, and here's, and here's my, here's my challenge though, is I don't necessarily know. I get that the, the institution, the concept, the fundamental concept of a central bank that has the ability to print a fiat currency does facilitate this wealth gap, this, this income gap, but the federal reserve is not there to focus solely on the wealth gap. The fiscal policies of Washington are the reason why we're in the mess that we're in. So I, I somewhat reject this idea that it's the it's on the Federal Reserve. Now, the Federal Reserve doesn't fully not take responsibility for this. They even say, hey, we we hear what you're saying and we understand you like a good economist does. They, uh, they say, hey, we hear you, we understand you. You're wrong, but we hear you, we understand you. <laughs> um, they What they respond with is, we need the infrastructure in place, specifically in opportunity infrastructure. That includes health, education, and digital connectivity. So we've talked about an infrastructure package that includes broadband for all. Mm-hmm. We've talked about uh, what education does, and we talked about that earlier whenever we talked about just making college so available, everybody started going, and, it, and the cost of college skyrocketed because everybody needed to go. Yep. So how much it, am I going to pay? Whatever it takes. Right. And, and and the myth, I think, you know, a lot of a lot of people, when you study it, they say that in, in like Germany, they just do things a lot better. Not everybody needs a college degree. Hey, here's the interesting. Uh, you guys know that I love list, right? So here's the 10 jobs that make over $100,000 a year without a college degree. You ready That's for zero. this? Politician. Number one, plumbers, right there, oh, yeah. right off the bat. Oh, man. We love our plumber. Love he has plumber. been to our house twice yeah, in the last year. Yeah, your plumber you is the smart. Hole. He's and a you smart guy. You dug the hole for well, it. We, we just, figured out how smart he was. You did have to work. I got started on it, and, and uh, I didn't have to do that. But Yeah, yeah but he, he uh He's he a great guy, and I, and he, he earned every penny. He, he but I hope it. he's not listening, because maybe he'll charge me more <laughs> next time now that I said that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, he's yeah. just going to have you dig the hole again. That's If you'll dig the hole... It'll cost you less money. I it? dug the hole with a shovel yeah. and a pail. He was digging it with an actual backhoe. Yeah, yeah, the backhoe. So with I, him, I just, yeah. yeah. Now, here's a, a second one, a computer programmer. So, you know, we right, all think, right. well, a computer programmer has to go to college and get a computer programmer degree. No, no, you don't have to. Yeah, um, yeah there you go. So it says Bill, Bill Gates dropped out of Harvard. So there you go. Right, here's right. You get certification. And, Here, and, here's yeah. another one. That, now, this is a good one, John. You might want to consider this commercial pilot. Have you, I, have you ever thought about flying an airplane? Man, you know, I used to be terrified of flying. 
And now I'm the guy that when the plane is going down and the lights are flashing and stuff, I'm like flipping through my Sudoku book, just like calm as a cucumber. <laughs> well, that, well, maybe that's a job that you could Maybe uh, I could be a commercial a pilot. A commercial pilot, that's, that's a good job. That'd be kind of cool. It'd be, it'd be cooler back in like the 50s, like Catch Me If You Can, you yeah, know, the movie yeah. when he was... Sure. When, when, when fight, you got to be a fighter pilot. Like if I'm going to be a pilot, I don't want to be Leo... I don't be. I don't want to be a commercial pilot. I don't want to be from airplane. Yeah. I want to be from Top Gun. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Of yeah. course. Now here's one that talking about uh, Top Gun and all that. Here's detective. Uh, there's a job you could have a detective. I think I would be a terrible detective. I don't know. I'd be very good at that. Ren would be really good at detective. Oh man. She well, Ren's hide. just now. Ren's gonna be good in the CIA. She's cold, man. <laughs> She's here's, cold. Here's one. The writer. Uh, so if you can write, I guess you can make over a hundred thousand, a real estate agent. You don't have to have a college degree. Man, sure. real estate agents are killing that. it lately. Killing they're, it. They're cyclical. That is a cyclical business. But it's been in such a good up yeah. cycle for a long time, a long other than time. the, you know, beat down between right. like what, 07 and 2010 or so. But yeah, right. at least yep. in this area, it's been good. Yep. I guess Here, you, here's one radiation therapist and then network and computer systems administration. Now, so, radiator yep. therapist, yep. is that like radiation. for, is that, is that for like, you know, when you're. <laughs> When your radiator's having a bad day, you sit down. Did I say radiator? No, you said radiation. radiation. Yeah. Oh, 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 you said radiator. Okay. Right. Well, radiator therapy. The pinnacle of radiator therapy is at NASCAR. You know, if you make it to NASCAR, you have become, you're at the pinnacle of your, of your profession. Radiator therapy. There you go. Radiation therapist. They probably right. make, well, they make good money. How about a web developer? Right. And then, of course, an entrepreneur, right? I mean, which could, could be anything. You know, yeah, yeah, right. You, just, go you own a chain of donuts, business and do your own whatever, thing. You don't sure. have to have a college degree for that stuff. So right. there's a lot of good jobs that you don't have to have a college degree Absolutely. for. Absolutely. And we haven't done enough. We have done a, we have not done a good enough job of Amen. telling children coming up through school right. that. Right. And so, man, I tell right. you. And, and I think probably minimum wages are going to, go up it seems like that trend is there and and it, it, that'll be the second thing that biden does i think yeah and, and, worse, and, and a lot of program. states are doing that and so you know sure. the, the, well, the it's labor, already out there yeah yeah the, you know of, of corporate profits the labor component the labor share of corporate profits has been on a downtrend for i don't know 30 or 40 years since back in the 70s mm-hmm. when it peaked and it's been going down and more of the corporate profits have been going to other things shareholders and top management and and the disparity between what top managers at corporations make versus you know the ceo versus the you know highest paid versus the lowest paid that's yeah. that's at an all-time high as well um you know I'm starting to sound like Bernie and, and Boy, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I'm, I don't know the answer to that, but it does, it's easy to see the facts and the statistics and like, I don't know, you know, how to fix it. It's a whole lot easier to point out problems than to have a solution. You know all about the problems, but I know no, exactly no how to dunk yeah. a basketball. You know, you I just don't, can't, you get don't, there. can't get up there. <laughs> My thing is you don't want to penalize. You don't want to create regulations sure. that, that don't allow companies to make decisions that to, to the bet to the benefit of the company because because every company falls in a different category, right? Sure, you want to be able to, to However, start a business and thrive and and be financially I'm, rewarded I'm for the, it. But. I'm on the I'm on the path right now of tax incentives or some type of rails, some type of guidelines that say if your CEO makes X amount more than your median wage or X amount more than your lowest wage worker, then you pay tax. But if not, if your highest earner and your lowest earner have a mass, have a certain percentage disparity, you pay tax. If not, no tax. You get, you got my vote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like a big old campaign contribution. You know, right? you know, yeah. I just hey, realized, campaign I just realized Keith has on, has on camo pants. What, what, were, you planning, what were you planning on here you, today? I don't have a Red backpack. dawn happening? I do not have a backpack or a flag on a spear. Can we, uh, <laughs> yeah. Those look like combat boots and camo pants uh, yeah. and I a love, sweater vest. I, I was, yeah. I was, look at the rest of me. Do I look threatening in any other way, though? <laughs> I didn't say the camo pants were threatening. I was just okay. wondering what type yeah. of, what type of uh, military combat you were planning on today yeah Gosh, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah i'm not intimidating to anyone yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna take over a girl scout troop <laughs> you can't say that no. yeah you can't say that you can't say that don't say that oh gosh all right well what else is going on in the world i'll tell there? you what's interesting right now is you've got apple coming out with a car soon you've got gm they release their plans for an electric vehicle and a flying car hinted Hinted at a flying car. That sounds, that sounds safe. 
A Doesn't that sound good? Car no. by GM. No. GM making a flying car. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's funny to think about, but I think I would like a flying car. You're I'm the, not. I, I'm the, not. <laughs> you get wherever they, you wherever get they have flying cars, I I want to be somewhere else. Or and do you want it? To come from GM, General Motors? Probably not, yeah. If I'm going to get a flying car, <laughs> it ought to be a, a BMW yeah, or a Toyota. Guys, Roger down at GM, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's not. He's no Elon Musk, on, but he's man. pretty good. Can you imagine what comes out the window of a flying car, though? You're sitting out in your back porch, <laughs> you know, and all of a sudden a dirty diaper drops out of the sky. That's all. That's <laughs> perfect. That is a perfect image or right a, there. Yeah, <laughs> a, a big gulp, a, look a out, McDonald's look out. sack, and a, and a dirty diaper. Or, or what if they had triplets? I don't know. That that flying car, you know, if you run out of gas, your car coasts to a stop. What if you're in the air? <laughs> Honey, did you put in gas? I thought I told you to put in gas. <laughs> yeah, gravity you know, gravity takes over. You yeah. know, I... <laughs> Now that mm. I think about it, maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe it's not a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Think about yeah. it. You need to have people. There needs to be like a like a tally. You know, if you have run out of gas more than twice in your life, you do not get a flying <laughs> you car. Can't get no. You <laughs> can't apply for a flying car. Dude, it's like a DWI. But you oh, can't yeah. get a flying car. Take off on a runway? Is it like a helicopter? I just you know, how do you signal and you know just. It's the right. Jetsons. The Jetsons. The Jetsons, yeah. that's right. That's yeah, right. that's just uh, so, that is a free-for-all anarchy in the sky. No thanks. Guys, the Automaker's Virtual CES booth is titled Exhibit Zero, reflecting GM's goals for there to be zero emissions, zero accidents, and zero congestion. And I think they're talking about nasal congestion. I was going to say, where's the Sudafed? <laughs> Sudafed. So that's why they're, that's, they're putting cars in the sky, guys. It's congestion. Or if you get to a traffic, like you're driving along, it's like, man, traffic's bad. You know what? We can create 3D lanes now. That lanes could used to just sure. go go one way. Now we sure. can go higher. Right. They did this in Boston. They just started building like bridge, like roads on top of roads because there's right. no room, you know? Oh, yeah. You know, like, go, there's a rack up ahead. Go around them. No, go under them. Go under them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, it's not a bad idea. I, I, I like the idea that GM is going to go after the flying car. The more I think about it, so American-made, right? GM, American-made, mm-hmm. right? Well, all the mm-hmm. parts are made All the parts are made in China, so you sort well, of. Well, that's a yeah, solid so sort of. For, he blew what, my what would they call there. it? You got a name for their car? I don't know. Do they have a name? The, How about the, the splat? The flying <laughs> GM Splat. <laughs> That's a great name. That's perfect. <laughs> You're in their marketing program. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, I just lost my opportunity to be an intern at GM. In, intern, yeah. Yeah, you're out. Um, <laughs> hey, it says here that they're going to have a Cadillac Air Taxi. So there you go. The Air Taxi. The now. Air Taxi Cadillac. Now so. I'm not sure that I want to get in a in a in a like a Cadillac doesn't seem like it's going to fly that uh, well. No, it, they weigh too much. <laughs> I've, I've, I've ridden a Cadillac it's before. A, it's, they're too heavy. It's a big one. It's, you know, a, it's, it's a, thought, like thought, a big plane. Thought maybe know. they could get one of those Pontiac Sunfires up there, but but a, <laughs> but a Cadillac. Yeah. But it's a, it's like a uh, big old, yeah, be like a big B fifty two. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, the, 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 the caddies and the Buicks need to stay on the ground. Yep. Yeah, the big Buick Impala. Yeah, I mean. You know, uh, Buicks yeah. have trouble. Riviera. Buicks have trouble in countries with sandstone base. You know, they got to have a nice igneous rock to, <laughs> a nice volcanic rock to drive uh, on. Oh gosh, um, that is pretty cool that they're doing it. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, the world is changing every day. I mean, we're seeing just crazy stuff going on, and and here we go, flying cars, mm-hmm. electric cars, flying cars. Well, the electric mm-hmm. vehicles is really where the story is for GM, and this right. is what we've talked right. about over and over, you know, in length about Tesla is if Tesla sold, if Tesla had the entire auto market, if every car sold was a Tesla, they would still be overvalued right now. Mm, yeah. And here comes GM with an electric vehicle. Toyota's got one coming. I mean, Ford. we've already we've already heard about Volkswagens. Mm-hmm. Ford is going to have several coming. And I think my, my buddy who currently owns a Tesla He's over here telling me, man, Ford's electric vehicles are going to be awesome. Like, I'm already seeing them coming out. I'm excited about it. We should be buying Ford stock. I think the Jaguar has a really nice electric I think, vehicle, I think BMW, they, yeah. right? They're all, yeah, they're it, all. It ain't all about Tesla. Think no. back to when 
all of the great cars in the world were American, you know, back like when we yeah. were kids, you know, 50s I'm sorry, and 60s. The great and cars stuff. in the world? Well, I mean, because I'm the Studebaker, right? Well, I mean, at, at least the Americans really sort of dominated the automobile industry, generally speaking. Right. And, and then somewhere in the late 60s, early 70s, the you Japanese know, think, cars and, and so on. I think Enzo Ferrari yeah, would have, would, would have, well, would have yeah, something to say. And I'm not about talking about, yes, great sports cars like Mercedes and Ferrari and stuff like that. But, but you well, know, we dominated the world and shipped a lot of our cars elsewhere. Where, but then, you know, we fell behind and, and mm. made big gas-guzzling heavy cars. And then price, well, prices, gas prices went up. Yeah. And, and then so the Japanese killed us at our own game. And so now you like, what's what's the best, where are the best cars from? Well, probably Japan for mm. the money. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, yeah, years ago, exactly. Korea's making next really good cars say, right yeah, now. Yeah, it's Korea. You know, and guys, the like, Apple oh, car, used to it, make fun it of sounds Hyundais, like and now the Apple car mm-hmm. is about to be a Hyundai. May, very well could be. I mean, it's, Apple it's, would make that they got all this cash. They could buy any car company they wanted right. and then just design it and do everything. But then the factories are already there. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me it, at all. It, and I'm telling you, I have always wanted to drive my iPhone up and down College Avenue. <laughs> I was gonna say that's what it would. That's my picture of it. It's an iPhone no, with wheels. I mean, it's mm. gonna it's gonna be cool. It'd be a, it's gonna Absolutely. be cool. But Apple knows Apple's that there's design a design team is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be. And if what I'm reading. It's going to be one of those extreme luxury cars. It's going to be over a hundred thousand oh, dollars. It's really? not going to be like the Teslas. Tesla is Toyota for electric vehicles, and we keep thinking Tesla is this great luxury brand. Blah blah blah. And a Tesla wants to be more about the kind of the middle market, uh, kind of the Toyota, the Nissan for electric vehicles. Apple's coming in with this, you know, hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollar electric car. It, it says here Apple is, has car launch is expected in 2023. Wow. Yeah. So there and you go. That will be a cool car. And when you think about the items in your life that you can that you can't go without, your your iPhone's one of them. Do you your think phone is much, one of them right, at this point? Right. Do you think speaking of the iPhone, do you think Apple well, I mean, this could have the same effect like the iPhone does. Like I don't think everybody so. runs to buy an Apple car. I don't think so because it's going to be so. It's going to be so expensive. Yeah. According to what I'm looking at, it's going to be a hundred to two hundred fifty thousand dollar Hyundai. I don't know. Seriously, a hundred thousand dollar like starting price. I'm seeing. I'm Who seeing. Who can afford that? Yeah. I mean, there I'm are seeing like they can, are. Yeah. They are going after the the high end of the Mercedes market. So yeah. you guys know like Mercedes sure. G wagons and some of those high end Mercedes oh, yeah. cars. They'll sell for one hundred twenty, hundred thirty thousand dollars. I think that's. I think Apple's going above that that limit right there. So interesting. Yeah, you're talking about some very limited. These are high end. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're high end for sure. You can see. So yeah. which, um, you know, it may not matter because it sounds like Occidental has figured out a way to just suck carbon right out of the air. Well, what are we going to do with how are they going to do that? Well, first they're going to build this giant fan. And then everybody's going to put their lips on a straw around this fan <laughs> and breathe in. Surely that's not the plan. Uh, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm no engineer. Did it, was it? Were you expecting me to give you a? I thought engineer you'd give, me, give me a little engineering background on this. Yeah, with I, what they're I mean, going to do? They look. I mean, they're big, right? So these are these are massive, massive fans, massive units. Now. What I'm looking at is Chevron, Exxon, everybody, everybody's in on this carbon capture, okay? Mm-hmm. And so the picture, the, the, the one that, that's kind of, I think, that's the most successful is this one in Switzerland, okay? And it is not nearly as big as the one Occidental's building in the desert out in California right now. But these are, this climate change conversation isn't going away. And regardless of how you feel about whether or not global warming exists or climate change or regardless of how you feel about it i do believe that we as human beings have a responsibility to care for the planet that we've been that we've been given to live on Amen. during the time that we're living on it yep. and whether that's recycling or whether that's you know lowering our impact our kind of our impact on the earth in any way that i can do that i want to do that sure doesn't sure. necessarily mean i don't necessarily i'm not going to get worked up on either side of that argument but I am going to believe that I can do better in terms yeah. of my impact on the environment. Absolutely. Well, and there's a lot of free energy out there just around us. You know, right. the sun, all the tremendous amount of energy that I tell you, comes it's been out. cold lately. If they could just harness the amount of, of uh, you know, shocks that I've been getting whenever I touch the mailbox, <laughs> you, could yeah. power, you could power the grid for a couple of days around here with the, 
I mean, I got one the other day that lit up, like lit up the, it was dark outside, you know, like lit up the mailbox area. (laughs) Harnessing static electricity. That'll be the next big thing. Everybody move around a lot. You know, we'll be be thinner and we'll take care of it. We'll put carpet everywhere around the world (laughs) and we'll all wear slippers and slide your feet. And then, every now and then, touch these little metal rods at the end of the hallway. That's right. It, it certainly makes sense that with the Biden administration, the Democratic House, Democratic Senate, they may try to pass through some things. Sure. Very think, much more focused around carbon emissions yeah, and so. all those kind of things. I think so we, that's covered. You know, whether you agree or disagree with what's going on with that, that, that they, you are, we're probably going to see more sure. on that, and we're definitely going to see it. Companies like. Exxon, Occidental. So these these carbon fans essentially, you know, kind of go back. Essentially what they're doing is, like a plant does photosynthesis, same concept. They're just removing carbon dioxide from the air. Kind of makes sense when you think about the plant. You're right, yeah. But instead of like planting a bunch of plants, it's these giant fans. Yeah. It's like massive fans. I, I don't know exactly how much more they can do, but they are taking out other ambient um, like flying cars. Up, uh, <laughs> sucking flying cars out of the sky. <laughs> was it the Jetsons? Well, hence, the, the, hence the splat. Did George Jetson just die? That was the Jetson sound. That's the best I can do. <laughs> <laughs> the Jetsons. Oh my yeah, God. The, the GM splat just the got GM sucked splat. into there the oxycarbon yeah, fan. Okay. You know, <laughs> there, there could be that the could be like a new show on TV. Like the, the, the you know. splats, the, the oxycarbon uh, fans are like uh, fans the bug zappers the for the splats. That's a bug zapper, right? That's a giant. They, they use a giant blue light to let people know, don't get close. <laughs> don't, don't get, get close. close. You'll Surely. get sucked in. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't know. But, I mean, what, would they be starting to suck in birds and things? Because I know there has been some um, birds that have been killed by the giant windmills. Right. And, and then also, so in Las Vegas, the Luxor, you know, the, mm-hmm. the pyramid with the big light above it, they say that the light is so bright that birds would fly into it and just be vaporized like a, like a bug zap. No way. Yeah, way. Wow. Yeah. And, and so... Um, well, now I'm going to start being more careful when, were, I'm, when I'm flying my uh, my little rocket suit around there Vegas. <laughs> but there were some other things. Weren't there some parabolic dishes that focused the sun, you know, uh, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on something and, it, and birds would get in that and then all of, you know, all of that focused sun would just... Push. Just fry them in midair. So, and my buddy told me this story. I don't know if the big giant carbon fan would have a whole bunch of unintended consequences. Probably. Like, How come I can't find a duck? You know, well, I got sucked into the <laughs> well, fan out yonder in Arizona. <laughs> well, the ducks, the ducks were they were migrating, but now they're not. That's right. They're not. The ducks aren't going. You out don't have to worry Las Vegas. So you you know, don't have right. to worry about the ducks anymore. Yeah, yeah probably not a lot of ducks. They're, yeah, they're, they're not, not going to put any, any of these up in Stuttgart. Man, so. no, no, yeah. no, 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 yeah. no, no. So, uh, so my buddy told me a story about. He had a houseboat when he was in med school and he takes his houseboat out and he had a big giant spotlight. And so one night he would take it out at night on the lake. And one night he had a bunch of people on board. And it's like he, he like invited some girls to go out there with him. And so him and a couple of buddies and some girls that they invited out, they all laid down on the roof of this houseboat and they shine that spotlight straight up in the air and he turned it on. And he said, it was so cool because here within, you know, four or five minutes, it's just a like a solid stream of bugs. Oh, yeah. Mm. And, and probably then bats and, and, and that's what he swallows said. and stuff mm-hmm. finding and it. And then he said it was a cacophony of bats. Oh, oh cool. Like, wow. He said they were flying around and they, and they don't hit you, but you can feel them all around you. And he oh, said it was, wow. it was. That's it, neat. He's like, I'm the only one that liked it. I did, yeah, not, I did not get a second that's date. not the way to impress your, your date. <laughs> sounds cool to me, though. She right. didn't like that. <laughs> I mean, that sounds really cool to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that is good. If we got some type of carbon capture, if we had the ability to reduce the amount of carbon, like the carbon footprint, suck the carbon right out of the air, why would we not be able to do it right out the back of the exhaust? Mm, I don't know. Not an engineer. I mean, I obviously, know. we need to suck it out of the air, too, but if cars, cars. If cars mm-hmm. had the ability to go to zero emissions because we have this photosynthesis concept and you can just the exhaust pipes right into this fan and then it releases it sucks the carbon out you can actually use it to refuel the car i mean why in the like you get significantly more miles per gallon because part of that carbon that's being sucked out of the exhaust is going back into the system somehow 
the car has zero emission or close to it. Probably a lot cheaper because combustion engines are a lot cheaper than batteries. You can also go basically forever. So you worry about how far you can drive your electric car. Well, now I can drive my carbon capture car all the way across the country on one tank of gas. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know enough about the technology and I'm not an engineer, so I don't really have much of a comment on that. Kind of cool other though. Kind of cool. How much energy does this thing consume in order to do that? And so I remember learning about EROEI, mm. which is energy return on energy invested. And, and that's one of the things that, that engineers and petroleum types and, and yeah. talk about it is that which is which, which is interesting mm. and like we so. you think you don't think about unintended consequences for yeah. all these things you don't think about you're like man cool carbon fans that suck the carbon out of the air well it also sucks the for the gm splat out of the air too yeah <laughs> and ducks and you know a couple of geese those canadian geese on the golf course yeah those things are vicious oh yeah they always are yeah I, it, it makes me think of what keith talks about with the airplane right how how that if we have the airplane run on the batteries right and and what you've talked about that well instead of the fuel well the right well the whole concept of the airplane is they start with a full tank when they get up but then the, all the gas is gone so now we got a, a light tank if you will because all the right. fuel is landing landing and then when just you as land, heavy. yeah whereas yeah. if you had that big old battery on there the whole way well now when you land man here comes a splat if you right. say coming down so. unless you just had a nice big battery a nice big battery drop what if you just created a nice big like take all the mattresses right before the runway just before a the runway big old, uh, mm-hmm. you know those guys that flip the bicycles in the air yeah, and they yeah, land yeah, in a yeah, dumpster like full the, of yeah, foam, like foam cubes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we could do that yeah like well, that like at the trampoline place how go. would you how would all you the, go get those airplane batteries out of the dumpster have you ever God tried to gone quit being such a downer <laughs> have you ever tried you ever tried to walk through that stuff that foam stuff I did a yeah I, I, I took the kids to altitude and I did a flip into the foam pit and I was just, I was stuck, man. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, you guys got one of those sticks that you have for the pool? Yeah. Throw me a floaty here. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, the whole airplane battery thing, I want to give credit where credit's due. I didn't come up with that on my own. I got a good friend of mine. That's a, that's an engineer, smart guy. And he's also a pilot. And so he was explaining that to me, yeah. you know, it makes sense. And, well, and, that and makes some, sense, someday yeah. somebody might figure that out someday or oh, batteries may get lighter, but anyway, uh, so I want to give credit batteries. to my good buddy, Monty, who's a smart guy. And he's yeah. the one who kind of enlightened me on that I thought. We really, really appreciate you guys listening, and we are stoked at how well this is going so far in terms of just people listening, sharing our stuff online, and giving us really good feedback. So until next week, sayonara. Is that the proper word? Adios. Kumbaya. Over and out. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. That may be a good one for this week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you then. Thanks for listening.